Okay, welcome everyone to Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Chimpaka, and I'm happy to have a very special guest on the show today, uh, a very lovely friend of mine. Her name is Kata, and she is a self-love coach, and um, I love what you're doing, Katia. It's so great to have you and the gifts that you're bringing to the world. Um, not only is Katya a self-love coach, but she's also uh, certified in Reiki level two, and she incorporates human design and hypnosis into her practice as a single-born twin, which I wanna hear more about that later. Um, fear of loss and deep sadness unconsciously accompanied uh, Katya from birth, but step-by-step, step, she released deep-seated fears and limiting beliefs that were holding her back so she could fully embrace abundance on all levels, meaning feeling secure, having a sense of deep peace and joy, feeling complete and personal freedom. So Katia is currently living as a digital nomad. She's here in uh, Puerto Escondido for just a few more days. And she would love to, to see a world that is colorful and an unlimited possibilities where everyone can be who they are. So a big warm welcome to you, Katya. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Michelle. Beautiful introduction, really loved it. Thank you so much. So, I mean, I think... I think we're going to start off with the question about what does it mean to be a single-born twin and, and how, how that's, you know, sort of informed who you are and how you're living your life at this point. Yeah, you know, it's only around three years, maybe less, uh, two years ago that I realized um, that had an impact on me. So my mother told me when I was a teenager that she lost um, a twin of mine in the belly when she was pregnant. Um, and I was feeling okay when hearing the news, of course, it's sad somehow. Um, but I felt okay, like I never knew this person, right? I never knew my twin bro brother or twin sister. So it's okay, I can't really miss someone I never knew. It was in the first weeks of pregnancy. Um, so I thought always, it's okay. And then two years ago, um, this is when I became like really, really conscious about what happened um, and how it affected my life. Um, I was working as coach already then and um, I attracted uh, a coach, a coachee, not a coach, a coachee, so a client, a soul client, and she was telling me about being this um, twinless twin as well. She was like, um, yeah, I had a coaching before you or a therapy, and I was informed that this, is, this can be like a deep, deep issue. Somehow I feel called to work with you on that. So I was like, oh, okay, like I have a similar story, you know? And then I led her into hypnosis and she had this deep healing being in the womb of her mother and letting go of her twin. And having this healing with her, I realized, 
wow, this is like something I need to do for myself as well. And I, and like I really realized in this moment, this is why I had all these relationship issues. Yes. I, yeah, I had relationships where I couldn't, I was feeling so alone. I couldn't explain it to myself. Never, like, nevertheless, I had to close person to myself. The person loved me and I still felt so lonely. <laughs> and I felt this deep sadness so often. Like, I think really close to depression, but um, I don't really, yeah, it was, you know, this unconsciousness in me. I, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp this. So this is, yeah, consciousness is always the first step, right? And then I, then I worked on it little by little, step by step, and two years later now, I can say, yeah, I did deep healing, and it feels so freeing, and um, I became the healer that I'm that I am today. So I'm really proud of this evolution. Yeah. So it sounds like this was really the catalyst for you to become a self-love coach, really. Like it feels like this kind of sets you on this path, and and then learning Reiki as well and everything. And so tell us some of the things, you know, that, you know, like what you've been doing and how you've got to this point um, where you are now, which is, you know, you're, you have a really wonderful, um, successful self-love coaching practice. You're helping people around the world. And, but I know the journey along the way, you know, it's people are always interested to hear, how did you get from point A to point B? Yeah, yeah, for me, self love starts with getting to know yourself deeper. We all have issues in our lives, and I had these relationship issues. Also, I had um, in my career, I was always very ambitious and uh, successful in, in my career, uh, working for different companies and marketing, and I, I had so deep self doubts crazy I like people mirrored me something else but I, I still had this big voice in my head criticizing myself all the time so um yeah this is when you realize okay something is like wrong <laughs> I should have a, a closer look and self starts to really yeah just take care of yourself getting to know yourself better getting to know um your patterns better and realizing that's not you that's not you and you can hear from it. You are a higher self. You can reach another potential. And the way to reach this higher potential, this higher self, this way I say always of unbecoming because we were all born as our higher self. Um, we were all born, I would say, perfect. Like we are perfectly unperfect as we are. And we need to get back there. So I feel this journey of self-love is the journey of unbecoming. And the first step is more consciousness. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love the way you explain that, um, Katia, and this whole idea of unbecoming, you know, like... I guess for some listeners who, who like wonder what is that what does that look like or what does that mean? Um, I think it's just like really um, for me anyway, it's like um, letting go of all these preconceived ideas of who you think you should be or who you've been told you are 
and really coming home to the essence of who you are. But I'd, I'd love to hear more about what that looks like for you, Katia. Yeah, so as I said, we, um, during our lives, received more and more energies or thoughts, feelings, experiences that would make made us who we are, but to discover we are something different. When we connect with our heart, when we connect to love, this is when we realize um, who we are. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful path to go, but it also, of course, a challenging way to go because letting go, <laughs> speaking of my <laughs> deep fear of loss, <laughs> but then we, I can say, wow, letting go is not easy. So I can understand people who are afraid of going this path, of um, having this inner freedom of getting in touch with all these emotions, um, it's, it's challenging. I get you, but it's also like the most fulfilling path you can ever go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, it is, you know, it does require commitment to your own um, self-healing journey, but that is the ultimate act of self-love when we really, you know, we really take that time to do that. Um, and I know that you've had your, you know, your ups and downs, and and I know that um, Perto didn't turn out exactly the place you thought um, it was going to be for you. And and can you speak to more about how we can know, how how we can learn to trust our our inner voice more, or how do you do that to trust that inner knowing, and and that you know how does how has that helped you in your life? Yeah, the inner knowing comes when we let go of the mind and drop more into our hearts. Um, so I remember being so afraid of um, doing ayahuasca again, for example, because this is when you lose control. Like total control, when you can surrender and just like go on a deep inner journey. Um, so ayahuasca, I owe it my spiritual awakening, this beautiful spiritual world I could enter. Um, but then also I was so afraid because I, I just felt how powerful these plant medicine can be. And uh, I was called to do it a second time. So I, yeah, overcame this fear and did it again. And I told my Reiki master, who was uh, like great, um, yeah, companion in this um, journey. I told her, you know what? Like my biggest fear is losing my mind. And she was saying, but it's okay. You have to lose your mind in order to find your heart. <laughs> so <laughs> this is I now. I always have to think of this, um, and it's true. You have um, to drop more into your heart to be connected with your emotions. A lot of people are driven. They are a lot of like driven by the mind. They are making a lot of decisions with the mind. But it's when you're connected more and more with your feelings, when you're trusting more and more your feelings, that have a better sense of your intuition. You're better connected with your intuition. It comes very naturally. But yeah, you have to make these steps and um, connect with the feelings. And what does it mean? 
It means to not run away when feelings come, to see them as beautiful um, messages, messengers from universe, like universe wants to speak with you and has these emotions coming up within you and then behind every emotion there is a message, right? Behind anger, to just name one example, can be that your boundaries are crossed, that you give away your power. So anger is just showing you, okay, I need to protect my boundaries. I need to protect my power. I, I just need to listen to myself more. And um, so anger can be a good thing, right? Um, and this is just one example. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. We went a bit deep with that one. That was great. I really appreciate that answer, and I'm sure our listeners do too. And I just want to kind of call out to any of you that are live in the studio at this moment um, if you have a question, a burning question for Katya, please just come into the studio. There's a little phone icon you can click on to come in live or um, you can send us a text message in the message box if you are a bit shy, but we'd love for you to come on and ask any questions you might have, because um, this is a very special opportunity. I don't know when I'll get to connect with Katya again since she's leaving soon. So Katya, I guess I wanna, I wanna talk about, this is a big question I know, but um, some people, that are listening might really be struggling to have any love for themselves and they're really in a place of self-loathing. And I, I don't know about you, but I've been there. I've been in that kind of place. And I'm wondering if you have any tools or practices that you can share that might help them get out of that space of self-loathing or you know, just really strong dislike that they might have for themselves. What can they start doing today that could maybe change all that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, love can be a strong word and can put people um, under pressure. So maybe self-acceptance can be a, a better word for this, for people who still struggle with this love. Um, to just accept who they are in this moment. Know that they can grow, that these bad days, these bad feelings won't stay, um, that they are just like the best friend in these yeah, shitty days as well. A lot of people are good to give love or acceptance to other people, having kind words for other people, being a support for other people, and they should do this for them as well, foremost for themselves. So, to switch maybe in the head and, and instead of having this critical voice saying, okay, but what would like my best, my inner best friend say to me? She would say, it's okay, have compassion for yourself today. You, maybe you did a mistake, it's fine. You are learning from it. You know, just be your own best friend and try to talk to yourself like this and just accept everything happening and now you can, yeah, you can do it better, but step by step. So it doesn't have to be, yeah, don't, don't put yourself under pressure. 
Oh, yeah, it's it's hard because you know there's a lot of that programming, right, that we get from childhood, um, the things that we've been told, and for some people I know it's it's really really hard. I know one tool that I've used before is like I've had a dialogue with my inner critic, and and so there was a back and forth dialogue as I journaled, and my critic was saying you're you're not smart enough or you're you're never going to succeed and then I would come back I just noticed that I automatically had a more positive response and I would say well I appreciate your opinion but I don't think that's true I think I can succeed and then the inner critic says no you're a loser whatever then I'm like well wait a minute hey that's a pretty harsh judgment I don't think I'm a loser I think I've made some mistakes but and I found I know this sounds like a silly exercise but I found it to be very very helpful for me to and it also kind of gave me a, a, the ability to kind of take a step back and look at how I've been creating this negative story in my mind and how it really was or is just a story that I've made up and as we begin to see that story, then the whole thing just kind of dissolves and we begin to realize like, wow, I don't have to buy into that reality at all. Yeah, and as I said, the first step is consciousness. So there's also very nice exercise to just write down every thought you have on a blank page, one page and just write it down. Um, and then you will see what your thoughts are because so many thoughts are in our subconscious. Yes. Unless we don't write them down, they're not visible for us. We can't really grasp them. And then you see, wow, like I have these kind of thoughts. Wow. Like you will ask yourself, are these really true? This is like a very powerful question. Like, would everyone in the room agree with you, or is it like your own inner perspective? And to question your thoughts again and again. Are they really true? And you will come to the point of, no, this is just me <laughs> telling myself the story, as you said. So it's like writing down can be powerful. We have around 60,000 thoughts a day. And guess how many percentage are um, like very good supportive thoughts mm, what maybe 10 percent it's only a three percent percent three percent yeah oh so there is so much potential of course we have neutral thoughts as well like oh those guys group yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah there's so much power in your thoughts right you know? there's so much room to grow and more into positive thinking and your thoughts create your feelings create your behavior create your life so yeah, really starting with the thoughts. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I think I that's, that's a really important, important point because, because I think, in my experience, my thoughts have gotten me into a lot of trouble and I've, you know, fallen into depression. And I do think it starts off with how we're thinking. And then you said, as it does, it becomes, then the thoughts become the emotions. But I guess it could also go the other way, too. Emotions could become thoughts. I, it's hard to know which comes first, the chicken or the egg, as they say. And, um, but yeah, I, I, I think that's a great tool, the idea of listing down all the negative thoughts, getting it, like, it becomes like, wow, this is all the shit I'm thinking about. I can't believe it. Um, wonderful. You know, I really appreciate that. So I'd love to know, a little bit more about like what what is a session with you like like what kind of you know what kinds of things do you help people with mm -hmm. so um, most of all I work with my self-love journey it's a program 
I realized more than two years ago. Um, and the self-love journey is around eight weeks. So what I love is just get people to get themselves better. So I use um, the connection to their higher self um, by with meditation, with hypnosis. Um, I use human design because for me it's like the fastest way to get to know yourself your higher self better and see like oh yeah like i can feel it this is me and now i know how to um direct energies how to make better decisions and to know how i can influence other people how they're influencing me with their energies so it's it's really a beautiful tool um, and then we're working on inner on the inner, inner child, so working on deep um, healing, um, trauma, um, to release energy, and so to free it up and to give your dreams more power. So what I'm doing is just I want to have people live their dreams. Nice. To be connected, connected to the higher self, to be connected to their dreams. But of course, we can't reach them immediately because we have these deep blockages within us. So this energy needs to be freed up. And this is what I'm doing during this self-love journey. Um, that we're freeing these energies and empowering the dreams of uh, yeah, my, my soul clients. <laughs> That's so beautiful, Katya. Thank you for sharing that. And I think... Um, I think, I think that sounds, sounds like an amazing experience that for people that are seeking support and learning more about how they can accept themselves and love themselves more, I really encourage you to come and experience a session with um, or her program, I should say. I'd love to know, and I'm sure the listeners would love to know, what one or two tools do you feel like people could start using right now that could really help uh, aside, aside from, from what you already mentioned about listing your negative thoughts, thoughts like what are some other on the um on the converse side of it like the positive things they can start incorporating into their life that could really help them to come into a place of more self-love and acceptance yeah coming out of the mind by expressing yourself your creative power so there's a lot of healing and just freeing your creativity so whatever you can think of um, painting singing dancing um, I find these things are very very healing so um, whatever brings you joy because healing doesn't have to be only this uh, road to shadows and doing all this shadow work and then feeling you know um, all these challenges it can be like a very joyful path as well and yeah try to find um just thing in your in your life and um the second um thing i would recommend is um being grateful and um, training yourself and being grateful. So having some kind of um, journal, for example, with questions like, okay, what is going to be good today? What am I thankful for? Um, so to heighten your energy because um, every emotion is an energy. And this is, a, I would say, a pretty easy one because you... You could have the worst day, or you could have you feel the worst life right now, but there's 
always something um, to be grateful for, you know, like friends or the mm, yummy cappuccino in the morning. So, um, yeah, just um, try to raise your energy with being grateful. I, I feel like gratitude practice is a really important part of my life. Um, I don't always write it down, but I definitely often say out loud, I'm really grateful for this client who came into my life. I'm really grateful that I can be living in Puerto Escondido and, and my nice little um, one-bedroom apartment, you know, only a five-minute bike ride from the beach. And I'm really grateful for this healthy food I'm about to eat. And I feel like... Gratitude is a really awesome tool to raise our vibration and also to get us out of our head and into our heart, which I think ultimately that's what the what your self love journey program is all about. And um, how can people reach you? Can you tell us how can they find you? Um, yeah, I must say my favorite channel is Instagram, so you can find me there, um, Katya Self Love Journey is the name um and yeah but you can all also write an email for example um contact at katya de um yeah i I'm, would be happy to connect with you oh, awesome well i will definitely put all your social media links in the description of the show because um as i always do so people can reach out to katya um, so you do work, you know, both in person and online, is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I work uh, both ways. Um, I find there is some magic in, in online, to be honest. Like, for example, when you give hypnosis or if you give a Reiki, distance Reiki session and people never did it and are not familiar with energies and they see, like, how it works, they are so blown away. Because, yeah, energy has no uh, time, doesn't know time and space. And um, just seeing people being blown away um, and experiencing this magic, for me, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Wow, wonderful. And is, um, I guess I just want to know, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, and again, I mean, we encourage you to come on and ask any questions. If you have any questions at all, don't hesitate. But um, yeah, before you go, I'd love to know, is there like any last words of wisdom or advice that you'd love to share with our listeners today about, um, about self-love or about anything at all? Yeah, I feel trusting yourself is so important because we realize that we are very unique in our soul and our energy. We have a very unique path to go and no one else can go this path to live the unique energy essence we have within ourselves. So trusting yourself on this is so important, not listening to opinions of others, fears of others, um, keeping you small because you know best. You know best because you're your own greatest spirit. Um, no one can walk your path. And I know it can feel lonely sometimes. I really, really know I get you. But it's the most fulfilling way when you're just following your heart and keep doing it and trust yourself really Trust yourself. Oh, those are beautiful words of wisdom. I think, I think that's uh, 
really quite challenging for a lot of people. A lot of people that are listening um, struggle. And I, even with the students I teach, they say that's the hardest part is trusting themselves and listening to their intuition. And the intuition really is um, governed by the heart, right? And, and so most of us have been brought up to um, give more value to the logical, left brain logical um, part of us. And whereas actually the heart is the higher intelligence and it's time for us to really honor that. And I, um, I think that the work you're doing is a real a contribution to the world that way. It's bringing people back home to that place of really listening to their heart and their soul as, as their inner compass, as their guidance. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show today, Katya. It's been so great to have you on the show today. Yeah, it's me. Thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I loved it. It was so much fun. And yeah, I hope to see you very soon because, as you said, I'm leaving Puerto soon. But I'm so thankful for this um, healing I received here to meet wonderful people like you are. Wow, um, this place is really magical. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure meeting you and having this podcast episode with you. Thank you, thank you. And um, so, so, yeah, you, you can, can find, find Katia. Katia. What is your website again, Katia? Do you have a website? Or? Uh, yes, but it's a German website. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, uh, it's just katiajiri.de. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll put that information. Um, so for those of you who are in Europe, in Germany, Switzerland, and other countries where um, German is the primary language, um, I encourage you to go and check out her website, or you can find her at Katia Self Love Journey on Instagram. And so once again, thank you everyone for your support of embodying your higher self tools for living consciously. Check out my upcoming programs also at spiritweaverjourneyswithaness.com. And um, I don't make any money off this podcast, but if you want to buy me a cup of coffee, I would love that. So thank you, everyone. And sending you all so much love and light and gratitude for your continued support. And until next time, have a great day or night wherever you are. Many blessings.